And that hobo with a southern twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio. The 210. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. Now, we're, we're starting to show off with lots of problems with this fucking Anchor app, right? It's the sole way I do record these episodes for the show. Now, we're pressing on, trying to ignore the problems. And here we go. Take number three. So, first thing I want to talk about. You know, is is the best team in the NFL. Of course, everybody knows who they are. The Bills. Who else? It's not the Cowboys. It's not the Packers. Insert whatever other stupid fucking team that you like in this equation. It's not them. It's not. It isn't. Ever. <laughs> so, the Bills have been the best organization in the league for years you know I I've been a fan ever since they were shitty and you know what they still are kind of fucking shitty but you know what you could say they're they're kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing you know they they've been playing possum for years you know it's fucking third year round and still playing and you know, fifth year being a fucking fan, they, they still fucking suck. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were promised a new quarterback. We got him. You know, the quarterbacks essentially in the game of football are what you would call the game changers. I mean, if you don't have one, you're not going to fucking win. And if you do win, who would you pay? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who the fuck did you pay off? So... Big news in the game of football. First time this has ever happened. You know, Vontae Davis was a cornerback for the Bills. He decided in the middle of the game that it was going to be in his best interest to fucking retire right then and there. You know, he, he probably probably walked back to the locker room. Didn't even take a shower. Put on his clothes. Got in his nice car. And decided to jump on Instagram and tell the world that he was retiring. Wasn't even going to finish the game. Everybody was like, where's he at? You know, people were thinking he got benched or, you know what, he, he wasn't feeling good. You know, I don't think anybody even noticed that he was gone. And then they saw his Instagram. And they were like, hey, this motherfucker's not even in the game. He's out there somewhere, you know, sending fucking posts on the Internet about how he's retiring. And people are like, what the fuck? Like, aren't you playing the game right now? Like, you're not even going to finish? You know, I'm not hating on the guy. Like, if you're not feeling it one day... It doesn't matter what the hell you're doing. It could be football. It could be anything. If you no longer want to participate in the thing that you get paid to do. Or anything really. 
It's your choice, right? Walk away. You know, football is one of those crazy things, you know? I mean, if you continue to do it, you know, it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. There's a lot of implications that can arise from participating in this particular sport, you know? Pretty much all the brains that have been donated from players that have died, you know, recently from whatever, right? Whatever whatever happened to them, they just died. They got ran over, or, you know, they had a heart attack or I don't know. However, however people die. You know, they what they did was they they looked into these these players' brains and they they did some they did some research, right? They found out that all these players suffer have suffered from the new disease that people call CTE. Now, if you don't know anything about it, it's pretty much like brain damage, right? From playing the sport. You know, that's just what they decided to call it. You know, this African guy that, you know, doesn't even watch football. He, um, somehow, he got involved in this and he discovered this disease, it, this brain damage that was occurring to players. You know, and it, it's crazy because it's, it's, been, it's been found as young as kids playing high school football. You know? Now, it's something that, you know, is fairly new. You know, even though it's been occurring for several, several years. You know, people don't really know much about it. They just know that... Uh, you know, it makes you angry and, you know, it causes you to do shit that you would normally not do. And it just, I don't know, it just does horrible stuff to you. <laughs> you know, like if, if you want to if you want to know more, go to the website or watch the fucking movie, right? There's a movie with Will Smith where he, uh, he portrays this, the African doctor that discovered the disease, right? And football players. So... You know, that's some scary shit, you know, like one of the players I was uh, listening to on the show, you know, I believe it airs on ESPN. You know, he was talking about, you know, what, what other options do, does a black man have in today's society? You know, you know, this, this guy was saying that he, he never graduated high school. He doesn't have any type of formal education, you know, and you can kind of see it from the way, you know, he speaks, you know, it comes out every now and again that you're like, eh, I mean, there could have been a better way to say that, but I mean, I, okay, I hear you, you know, you're getting your point across anyways. I'm not hating that, right? So, you know, he got really emotional about it. He was like, you know, this game, <clears throat> You know, when I, when I looked at all my options, you know, I, I saw that I had athletic ability, the ability to play the game of football, you know, it afforded me many of opportunities, one of which was to go on to play football in the NFL. And it gave me and the rest of my family Lots and lots of money, right? 
It just made everybody's life better. You know, he went on to, to mention that, you know, everybody's ever met his mother. You know, she's she was a single mother. She is, I guess, of like eight kids and, you know, didn't graduate high school or anything just like him. And everybody called her a loser and all this other shit is what he was saying. And, you know, she she ended up uh, going to college because, you know, he was able to give that to her. You know, the opportunity with the money that he made playing pro football, he was able to, to help his mother go through college and his sister. He's helped his brothers. And, you know, he, he got really into it, you know, and... You know, I felt what he was saying. <clears throat> you know? I I could see that. I mean, a black man in America or any other man or woman that's not white. You know, they they do struggle a little bit more than the white folks. I mean, you could sit here and lie to yourself all day, but it's true. It's true. You know, and if you're given a, a gift, you're able to do these amazing things with your body that not many other people can do. You know, just to kind of break this down for you, you know, all the kids, they all think they can play football and they think they can do this and that. Well, you know what, bitch? Not everybody can play. You know, it's a proven fact. You know, if. If somehow you make it through high school ball, you know, in a in a tough place, playing football, somehow you make it through that, and somebody thinks you're good enough to put you on their their college team, and somehow you make it through that because you know what? Those those guys are they're weeded out, you know what I mean? It starts from when you're a kid, and then mostly everybody can play in high school, so the weeding process doesn't really start. But when you get to college, then you see where all the monsters are coming from, where they're at, you know? You know what, bitch? The boogeyman's real, because a lot of these fucking players are insane, man. They're so unhuman-like. The way these big monsters can just move, they can do these amazing things. Because they have, you know, they were born with athletic gifts that a lot of other people don't possess, you know. And, I mean, I'm not hating that. And the ones that do make it to the NFL, it's like, damn, that's the creme of la creme, you know. What's also crazy is a lot of fans and a lot of people like to shit on pro athletes, you know. Oh, this guy sucks or that guy sucks. It's like, really? He plays in the NFL. How does he suck? Those are the best of the best. Not everybody makes it to the NFL. You may want to play there, but not everybody does. It's more or less a type of sacred fraternity. It's only afforded to the best of the best to ever play the game. Now, if you're a shitty quarterback in the NFL, it doesn't mean you suck. It means the other fucking players are just better than you. You know what I mean? 
Going back to Vontae Davis, the cornerback for the Bills, the retired, now retired player. This man was chastised by his peers, the media. You know, possibly his family. I don't know. You know, I don't know his life. But what I do know is he left $5 million sitting on the table, you know? Now, this might just go one in one ear and out the other. Now, just really think about that for a moment. You may be sitting at at your job listening to this right now. Really think about this. Look around you. Look at where you work. Is that business where you're at right now, is it worth $5 million? How many of you and your coworkers' salaries combined would equal $5 million? This is what this man left on the table to not play a fucking game. Like, there's not much I wouldn't do to, to get $5 million. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't suck a dick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, that would be like a fart in the wind, you know? As it thought pro- processed and just went right, right through my brain, right? Went in my head in one ear and out the other. Like, I wouldn't do that, but there's a there's not a whole lot of shit I wouldn't do for $5 million. Like, that's fucking insane, man. That's a, that's a crazy amount of money. Unfortunately, the reality is that a lot of the the world, a lot of your coworkers, <clears throat> a lot of your friends and family will never make $5 million in their life. They will never, ever know what it feels like to have $5 million. You know, it's really sad, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know what you would do. Find somebody who has $5 million to take it from them. I don't know. You might not have the room to carry that much money. I mean, how would you transport it? So many questions. You know what I mean? (sighs) But, uh, you know, one guy in particular, he's a former player. He won championship rings. He played with the great Tom Brady. Arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. Or to ever play the game. He played with that guy. He was saying that if he was anywhere in the vicinity of this guy, this particular player, Vontae Davis, that retired during halftime, during the middle of the game, he would have fought him. He would have felt so disrespected as his teammate, as a colleague, that he would have felt the need to fight him. You know, because he's saying, you're taking food away from my family's table, from the coaches, from everybody, everybody involved. Like, we work as a team to try to win this game so we can make that money. If you're just going to quit on me, what does that say? What What does that say about you, about how you think about me and everybody else involved? Like, you don't give a fuck about us? Like, we went through some shit together, man. Like, we're all trying to do this together so we can all get paid and help ourselves and our families, you know? And you just quit on us? 
you know, most people that talked about this particular player, you know, they they started out good and then they eventually shit on him, you know? I don't have anything as ill will toward him or anything negative to say about him, you know, as a fan, right? Is that's the only viewpoint I really have on this. You know, I'm a big fan of the Bills. You know, that's my team. It's been my team for a while, for a long time now. You know, they've never been good. I mean, I think last year they might have went to the playoffs, but this year, uh, probably not. (laughs) They might win a game. I mean, I don't know, right? But, I mean, the the only thing I can say about this guy is, I mean, you got to respect somebody that's willing to walk away from that type of money that knows when to fold, that knows that enough is enough. I mean, what are you going to do when you can no longer play the one thing that makes you happy, or that made you happy, that made you fucking money, that made you rich beyond your wildest fucking dreams? I mean, the guy didn't even need to play the game. He could have just wrote the fucking bench. I don't even think they played him. You know, they played him every now and again. Now, you can respect a guy that knows when to walk away. Like, there's too many athletes, too many people out in the world that just keep doing things that no longer makes them happy. It's no longer reasonable for them to do it because... It's fucking withering away their bodies. You know, they they can't go through that grind no more. You know, something that's crazy about this is... I was a player that was like... The toughest part about football is... Not even playing. It's the fucking training camp. He was saying... I would have figured he would have quit. Then. Like, why go through that whole grind... Of preparing... For the season, just to quit three games in. You know, it's like when do you, when do you think he knew that he was done? I mean, he he spent the whole week practicing, right? He drove. He must have driven or flown to the fucking stadium or whatever. You know what I mean? Took an Uber. I mean, I don't know his life, right? On the way to the fucking game. To play? To play what he gets paid to do? Like, you, you mean to sit there and tell me he didn't know, right? Like, when did he know? He must have known like two months ago. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know, when everything is said and done about this man, this player, the sad thing is that nobody's going to remember all the awards, the achievements, everything great that he did in the game for the sport. Everything great he did, right? Nobody's got to remember that shit. Because society is petty. What's going to happen, the reality of it, is that he's going to be remembered for being a quitter, right? He decided he was going to quit in the middle of the game when everybody was dependent on him. And another guy was like, you know what? I'm not hating him retiring during the middle of the game. Because the rest of the fucking defense for the Bills weren't even playing. It's like the opposing offense 
was throwing balls to the receivers. And the Bills defense were just looking at him like, you know what? It's inevitable. They're going to score if I let them or don't let them. So what's the difference between just letting them score right now and then later? Like, I'm not even going to try to tackle them, man. Yo, you got the ball. All right, go and just go to the end zone. I'm not even going to try to do anything to you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess. I mean, he quit, but the rest of the fucking team quit too, apparently, on the field. So, that looked like it happened. So, lots of money left on the table. Lots of feelings of betrayal by a mini over a game, right? There's got to be a big picture, though. You know, do you guys see it? I guess the silver lining I could find in it is his man was no longer happy, and he knew when to walk away. Even if you do leave a whole lot of money on the table. You got to know where to walk away, right? So. What else is left to say? When that moment comes in your life. When the stakes are high. When you feel like you can no longer do whatever it is you're doing. Will you know when to walk away? Now let's kick this shit off. And that hobo is back on the mic. So, having a hell of a lot of problems today. Not only with the app, I don't even know if there's going to be any music playing on any of these segments. Um, I think I wasted about an hour on shit I recorded and didn't end up saving. You know, I fucking hate the the Anchor app, but (laughs) that is what I'm fucking with at the moment. It helps me record these episodes, so... I suppose it's something I have to deal with, right? Now, I did just try to record another segment and my fucking phone just fell down and the battery came out. So, hey, there goes a different segment that was recorded and was not able to stick, right? So, I don't know what it is today. Is somebody playing a joke on me, right? So... Anyways, what did I want to talk about? So, I think I'm actually retracting the way I feel about being honest with females. Because I used to think, I was like, if you're honest with a woman, you're more bound to get what you want than if you lie to her. Now, I could see that in, you know, some, some scenarios But if you're honest and you say, 
you don't even know her, maybe you you met her on that POF app or any other dating app, and you're just like, you know what? I just want you to drop your big panties and let me get in there and take you for a ride, right? We might be friends afterwards. I mean, hell, I don't know, right? Do you? <laughs> I mean, what if you told her that? You know, let me tell you what happens when you tell them that because I've actually done it. Most of them block you. Now, there are this, the few, and they're like, all right, you know, and you're like, what, really? You know? But uh, I think it's funny, though, because there are women out there that you have no desire for anything. But you do one thing you do want to do is fuck the shit out of them, right? Nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, everybody loves sex, right? I think everybody does. So, one thing I was thinking was, <clears throat> you know, what What if you could just tell a woman? You could just be like, you know, I'll know it whenever I come across it that I want to be with that person. You know, I'll just know. Like, you can't sit there and force anything. Like, there's, there's people out there in the world that are able to do this. That are able to sit there and be like, you know what? I want a relationship. You know, my, one of my exes is guilty of this. You know, you, you treat them right. You fucking, you have a couple qualities there that interest them. And boom, they, they'll be in a relationship with you for as long as, long as it, it lasts, right? You know, that's just the way some people are. But, I mean, I can't be like that. I'm not like that, you know. I have to feel it all. Everything has to align a certain way. Everything has to feel right for me to be involved, you know. I mean, I I agree that that would be an easier way to go about things, right? What if I'm not attracted to you, though? What if I think your personality sucks donkey dick? <sighs> like, if I ever feel like I, I could lose interest in you in the future, that I could be looking at other bitches instead of you? Like, I just don't want to put myself through that, you know? It's not something that I want to put myself through because... Then you have to deal with breaking up with somebody, making somebody feel awful, and... It's not the business that I want to be in. I don't want to do that. You know, so I'm not going to be with somebody just to be with them. Like I mentioned, there's a lot of people out there that are capable of this. You know, they can they can essentially be in a relationship with anybody. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But they, they just can So, yeah, I mean, if if I'm not feeling everything, if I'm not consumed with liking everything about somebody, I don't want to be in the business of anywhere relationship. No, nothing like that, ever. You know? I'll fuck you. 
because I want pussy and I like variety, but <laughs> other than that, I mean, now, you know, so uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, I mean, you can't just go up to people and tell them that you can't be like, you know what, unless I'm consumed completely by you, you know, that I like everything about you that I want to be, I, I want everything, you know, from you. Then, you know, the, the best I could possibly, possibly give is maybe being a friend and fucking. I mean, that's it. You know, I don't know. That's it. I mean, everything's just been altered for me. Like, I don't know why either. I guess it just comes to the, <clears throat> the fact that I've been single so long. And dating is really hard. And why settle? Why settle? You know, if I'm not completely... If I, if I don't want to be completely consumed by this person, and not, I'm not feeling everything that they're selling me, then I don't want to be a part of it like that. You know, friendship and... Fucking maybe, you know? I just don't want the awkward moments, the awkwardness. I, I just... I don't know if I'm not going to be with anybody. I mean, I want to be happy, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just, uh, just something I came up with. And <laughs> I honestly don't know how I feel about this. Like if, um, if you go up to women and you just tell them that you want to fuck and then you don't know what's going to happen in the future and. That's essentially true, but for not for me anymore, though. You know, that just kind of feels like a, a form of lying. You know, if if I know, I think you can know, right? You can know within the first five minutes or maybe less whether or not you could see something with somebody, you know? And a lot of the time, a lot of times for me, I, I can't see it, you know? For whatever reason. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I think everybody can relate to this. I think within the first five minutes of meeting somebody or talking to them. You know, you've seen pictures of them. You've gotten to hear some shit about them. And, you know, you just, you got, you got a little bit of time to take them in, right? I think you can, I think you can know something. I mean, within that time, I mean, you can't picture something anything with them I mean why why lie do you really expect things to change an hour a week three months it'll change will it who's got that type of time I don't know this is just this is what happens when you regroup you are fucking fucked. You're lost. You start questioning life. You don't know what's going on. <sighs> Fuck. So yeah. I um I think I've explained myself. I don't I don't I don't know if you guys understood. I don't fucking really understand, but yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that, right? Thank you.
Oh man, this is uh, this has been a stressful episode so far. You know, to say the least, these fucking dogs will not shut the fuck up. Somebody is apparently torturing them. Their nuts may be in a vice right now. Maybe somebody's pouring chile in their eyeballs. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I got to talking with somebody the other day was childhood games. I don't even know if anybody, <clears throat> if I talk to you guys on the show about this, but, you know, there, there are plenty of games that we played as kids that didn't make any sense to anybody, you know, and a lot of them were rather stupid, you know, just, just being honest, you know, you know, when you start thinking about the shit kids are doing today that you couldn't have done before. You know, how stupid is it, really? You know, I mentioned this before that, you know, um, you're, you're fucking an idiot until you go to school and learn something, right? Like, we're essentially a bunch of retards till we get some type of education going. And we're able to... <clears throat> form thoughts and opinions about things and, you know, just go on, right? Go from there type of shit. You know, um, some of the shit that I've seen recently, not that long ago, right? What's one? The, the Tide Pod thing? People are, are eating the pods. They're laundry soap. It's like, why? I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I guess that's a game. I don't fucking know. What's, what's the game though? I mean, like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? I mean, are you hungry or like, I don't understand. Like, what's the game? You know, and I don't know any kids that have done this, so I can't ask. <clears throat> but let's, let's just think about it for a moment. What, what could a kid possibly be getting from this? Because a lot of them, from my, my understanding is, they're just fucking eating them and, you know, like, like they're eating them and that's, that's where the game stops. Like, are they trying to shit it out whole or, like, why would you fucking swallow that? I mean, I don't understand. Like, what, what could you get from that? I mean, it. It can't taste good. I mean, it's fucking soap, right? So you got the pods. Kids are eating. For no reason that I can come up with. I can't I can't think of anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, are you getting paid for it or like some bitch saying she's gonna suck your dick if you eat a tide pod? I mean like, oh man. I heard you suck really good dick, you know? Let me eat this Tide Pod real quick. So you're saying if I eat two, then I get my dick sucked by you. Wow. It's a hell of a deal. You know, the next thing I was I was thinking about are these balloons that that they're snorting up their noses. 
Like, what is that about? Is that, I mean, is that a game? Like, what's the biggest balloon you can snort? Like, is that, is that a transition over to cocaine eventually? Like, is that what's going on? Are you preparing? Is this the preparation before you do some coke? Like, you're not quite old enough, but once you are, you're like, I got this. I used to shoot balloons up on those, you know? You know, the Tide Pod thing and the balloon thing, to me, they kind of seem like like training for, like, you know, fucking drug smuggling. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. I don't know why. Like balloons filled with like coke, and then you swallow them. You know. You know what I mean? Then you hear stories about the belly full of fucking balloons, or you know, baggies full of drugs, and you know what I mean? Like, is it something like that? I kind of feel like the cartel would be looking at these kids and being like, you know what? These guys are pretty good. We should probably hire them. You know, and they're white. Fuck. Fuck yeah. I mean. Who's going to suspect a fucking white kid, right? Like, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's just like some of the games that I've been hearing about that kids are playing nowadays. Now, one game that somebody told me about that they played when they were a kid, and told me about several of them. Let's just kind of run through them real quick. You know, there's this one game where you scratch in between the knuckles. You know, you start off light and then you just keep going till the other person gives up. And I was like, that's a game, really? It sounds like it would take forever. Like, who's got that type of time? And as they're telling me this story, they're showing me the end result, which was a really fucking deep scar. Like, I was thinking, like, if you rub the skin away, it would eventually grow back in, right? And... I don't, I didn't think there would be a scar. Just thinking about it, right? I didn't think so, but seeing the end result, there apparently you get scars from that. I don't understand how that's a game, but on to the next one, right? Until this next game was kind of like a game of chicken, in a sense. Apparently you put two elbows together and you put a cigarette in between them, which I think is probably a waste. It's probably not using cheap ones. A lit cigarette in between the elbows. And whoever pulls out is the loser. I mean, I don't understand how that's a game either. Kind of seems like it would be easier if you did it with like a match or something. Probably go by a lot quicker, you know. Whatever though. Not a game that I would think would be amusing. What is the next game this person told me? There was another one. Let's see, there was the knuckle thing, there was the cigarettes, I can't even think the other one, what was the other one? Okay, so I can't think of the other one that I heard, but I did, I did tell him one game that I used to play. Now this is a fucking game, like there's fucking shit that happens, you know what I'm saying, like, this is a game. You know the pass out game? Has anybody played that motherfucker? Like, pretty much what happens is you stand against the wall, you hold your breath, and somebody 
proceeds to pump your chest like they're giving you CPR, but they're just pushing in between your tits, right? Your chest. They just keep pushing, pumping, right? Until you pass out. And sometimes you wake up and you're like, hey, I'm awake. Other times you would wake up and you would feel a tingling from your toes all the way up to your head. Or you'd wake up in heat sweats. Or you'd open your eyes and you'd be like, damn, where the fuck am I? You know, it kind of feels like for that minute that you were out, that you might have crossed over to the other side and then somebody pulled you back in. So, I don't know, there's the pass out game. I'm sure there's a many a games that people have played over the years. But I want to say the pass out game is one of the the nation widely known games. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like the pass out game is one of those that you go up to anybody in any states and they'll be like, fuck yeah, I remember that shit. Now, if you don't know about that fucking game, you know what? If you're older now, you're curious, play it with your friend, <laughs> play it with your husband, your wife, whoever's around, play it with your mom. You know, maybe she won't wake up and you'll get that money, right? Ah, wow, feels good to be back. The reason I say that is because I started recording the show. I was going to put it out, um, yeah, last week on like, I think Friday, yeah, and, you know, as I was, I was saying on the other segments, you know, just, shit just started going bad, like just one thing after another, and, you know, the, the segment with, which was supposed to be the you know, I'm out segment. That one didn't even fucking process. I don't know what the hell happened. It just disappeared on me. <laughs> so, so yeah, now, basically a week later, you know, last week I put out the, uh, what would you call that? The delayed episode by a lot. And now I'm putting out the delayed episode again because of all those fucking problems I was having. So, anyways, I'll probably just make this show a little bit longer than I usually do and then just kind of talk about some random shit that's been going on, right? Like I always do. You know how we do it. So, today, I actually went to the store. You know, I went to Burlington. You know what? Let me back up a little bit. A couple days ago, I went to Target and I bought a pair of shorts and a t-shirt that actually fit, you know? I was like, man, I'm starting to look like my old self again, right? You know, because I've been losing all that weight and everything and, you know, I just really haven't bought any clothes. And, you know, it's not like I splurged, right? Because, um, you know, I kind of really wanted another pair of pants or not really pants, but... You know, another pair of shorts and, you know, a t-shirt. 
and I ended up getting some shorts that were like on clearance for 10 bucks and then I got another t-shirt that was on clearance for another six dollars uh, the crazy thing is I had to buy my regular deodorant which was Mitchum because I had bought this cheap shit you know which don't do that don't do that so it was like two of them for like four bucks and then which isn't really that cheap I don't think it might have been a little bit less but anyways you know it just wasn't doing the job man I was like what is that smell and then I smelled myself and I was like it's fucking me I'm the stinky one like what the fuck so yeah I was really irritated so I ended up buying Mitchum and now we're, everything's fucking right in the world, I guess, you know? So, I think I, I was complaining to you guys about the pair of pants that I've had for work. So, today I went to Burlington, like I was saying, and I was looking at the clothes. And then the boots I've been wearing, I mean, yeah, they just, no, they weren't they weren't doing it for me. My feet were fucking hurt and everything. So, I was like, I need to, I need to buy something, you know? I'm going to fucking be working this whole time, and I might as well be comfortable, right? So, I ended up seeing a pair of pants they have, and you know what? The the cheaper ones didn't fit, fit right. You know, obviously, right? They never do. <laughs> and the ones that were, like, a little bit more expensive, you know what I mean? They're, they're already cheap pants anyways. Like, they're already, like, uh, discounted, you know what I mean? But... I ended up trying on a pair of Izod's, which is a brand I like, you know, and it, it said they were like slim fit and it said they were stretchy and they called them like sports flex or something. I mean, they kind of seemed like, uh, they didn't really seem like a jean. It seemed kind of like, um, what are those pants called? Like maybe some chinos, you know? It was kind of like a hybrid between a chino and maybe like mm, a dressier type of pant, you know? So I guess that would be like chinos. But, man, they feel great. Like in the back, the butt doesn't even hang all weird, you know what I mean? Like it fits just right. Like, that doesn't happen very often where a pair of pants just kind of fits, you know? Like, hardly ever. Like, ever. Maybe it was just a type of cut that I get. Like, these are slim fit, which I never thought of getting, you know? I was like, I don't want any fucking jeans, because I don't know if you guys noticed, but jeans are fucking heavy, man. They weigh a lot. So, I ended up getting those pants. So, they're kind of like a dressier, like I said, type of pants. And then, they stretch really good, too. I mean, hell, you know, if you could. Like, if you're able to, I mean, shit, you can do probably do gymnastics and... You can, you can do kicks in them. I mean, you can really fucking move around, you know what I mean? And they're not heavy at all. So I got those and ended up getting a pair of Lees, which were also slim fit and stretchy, you know? Which uh, the Izod's actually ended up fitting a little better, but um, I, I wanted, like, another set of pants. So I ended up getting the Lees, too. I mean, they, they still feel good. It's just they don't fit as great, you know? The Izod's, you know, ironically enough, they ended up being the, the cheaper pair of the two. And, I mean, not by much, by like five bucks, you know. But but still, I mean, they fit a lot better. 
and somehow for some reason i don't know how they do this but the pant itself you know like you touch it and it's so soft it kind of reminds me of a of a ex more expensive type of like pillowcase you know like it felt nice you know what i'm saying and i ended up getting a pair of uh shoes and those ended up costing like 25 bucks which i was like damn really that's cheap you know what i mean and the brand was like it was like really strange fucking goodyear i was like what these motherfuckers got tire tread on the bottom and shit so those are really good pair pair of shoes though because like they have memory foam in them and it feels great you know like i put my, my my foot in there and i was like man this is comfortable you know you know they, they fit pretty good i had a little problem though when i was trying to find my size so i was like i'm a 10 and a half all day right so i grab a pair of 10s and i grab a pair of 10 and a halfs just so i'm kind of prepared right i just kind of see which one fits better so I put the 10 and a half on first because, I mean, that's that's pretty much my size, right? And then I'm like, damn, these are really big. Long story short, right? <laughs> you know what? Let's just go and tell the long version. Why not? Um, I was like, damn, these are huge. So I ended up, you know, trying the pairs of 10s on. And I was like, these are too small. Or these... Yeah, I was like, these don't really fit right either. So I was like, you know what? Let me try the nine and a half. And those were way too small. So I ended up backtracking. I was like, what the fuck is the problem here? So I ended up looking at the pairs of shoes. It turns out that the ten and a halves, when you look at the tongue, it actually said 13. You know, and the little sticker inside of the shoe said ten and a half. And then the 10s actually ended up saying like an 11 or 12 or something like that, or 11 and a half. So, yeah, the, the sizes were just fucked up. So I ended up finding the right one, and boom, they fit right, you know? So, uh, then, I got a, then I got a shirt for work, you know? Just kind of have an extra shirt. And everything... You know what? Actually, I have these really awesome pair of, I don't know, let's just call them basketball shorts for lack of a better word, you know? Stretchy shorts, whatever, that I love, even though they got like, I think they got like cigarette burns on them and some holes, like little tiny holes from shit. I don't know where. But <laughs> anyways, these are like my favorite pair of shorts. I got them at Ross like a while back for like 15 bucks or something like that. You know, they're a pair of Pumas. And I ended up finding a shirt that pretty much matched a fucking pair of shorts. Right? It was kind of like a long sleeve sh shirt. And it was uh, dry. That dry fit stuff, you know. And I ended up trying that shirt on. And I was like, nah, nah. Like, you can see boobs. You can see belly. And I was like, you know what? It's not the right time for this. This shirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you're losing weight and then you're like, nah, man, like, this isn't, no, this is the right, no. So, yeah, I was, I was sad, though. I mean, I could have bought it and just kind of, like, saved it till I lost some weight or whatever. But, 
I was like, nah, I'm good. Which is crazy though, because like going just going back to the pairs of pants, I ended up, you know, also grabbing a couple other pairs, you know, just kind of try them all on and just you know see which ones were the best. I ended up grabbing some Dockers, which I think were like $9.99 and like I don't know if it was $19.99 or $12.99 or something like that. I tried those on and I was like, nope. Like I could not move in them. I felt constricted once again. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm fucking glad, man. I found those fucking pairs of pants. Like, I, I spent, like, what I would consider a good amount for myself, you know? But then I got to thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not comfortable, like, at all at work. Because my clothes fucking fit weird. You know what I mean? Like, those pants that I wear right now that I was wearing... They, they're jeans from Walmart that I paid 10 bucks for. They feel really heavy. And you can't move around in them. Like, they just don't fit right at all. You know what I mean? Like, it's the right size, and they cover the parts it's supposed to cover. But it's like, nah, man, they fit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if I'd keep them, you know? Like, I just bought some new stuff. I'd probably just throw them away, just to be honest. I mean, I'd... I don't even, I don't even think I could wear them just to kind of like do yard work or something, you know, because they're just, they're just not comfortable at all, like at all, you can, I could barely walk in them, like they were just so difficult to walk in, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, spent, spent a good amount, still less than a hundred, you know, so that's good. And it was crazy, though. Like, I was really excited the other day when I figured out how much my money was going to be, you know? From uh, from my last paycheck, right? Because I was really stressing out. I was like, how am I going to pay this whole probation thing? Like, I owe 1200 bucks or something like that. And then I owe, like, another 150 for, like, the classes, right? So I was I was really stressing out over that. And I saw I thought the check was going to be like 200 bucks at the most. But it ended up being like way more than that and I was like, "Well, I need some clothes and then, you know, I still got three more paychecks, you know. Like two good ones coming up, you know, cuz I mean, I I ended up you know, being able to work at Bucaneros, but there was a trade-off. They were like, "You need to shave your beard." And I was like, Man, if the world is not shit on me enough this year, you want me to shave my beard? Like, that's just the icing on the cake, you know what I mean? Like, she was like, do you have a problem with that? I was like, you know what? Just, it's whatever, man. I mean, I need a job. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that's pretty much how I felt about it. I was just like, you know what? I need a fucking job, whatever. You know? it's At the end of the day, it's just fucking hair. You know, I'm lucky enough that my beard, you know, for the most part, it grows in pretty good at like a month. You know, you got something decent going on, you know, like it grows really fast. Like I had just barely shaved it like a couple days ago and it took forever. It took like probably an hour or more, you know, because I was doing it with a pair of scissors. Then when I got it down thin enough, you know, you know, I, I fucking did the razor and that took for a fucking ever too. But, 
Yeah, you know, at the end of the night, you know, I just got off of work. I was home, and it was like probably 10, and my face started itching like a motherfucker. And I had just kind of, I didn't want to scratch it with my fingernails, but I just rubbed it with my finger, you know, like in the itchy spots. And it was just like really red, you know, from it being itchy. I'm like, God damn it, man. It's already starting. That's like, that's, that's what I did want. Like right now I'm, I'm touching my face and, uh, you can feel the stub, you know, like that shit's starting to grow in already. I have the type of face. I mean, you can't shave every day. You just can't. Like, the razor will fuck your fa- fucking face up. Like, it it will fucking tear that shit up, you know? And speaking of razors, my roommate's kid is really odd. This guy has a five-blade fucking razor. And he doesn't have any fucking hair. He's just trying to trim a mustache. You know, or like, the little peach fuzz on the sides. And it's like, damn, dude, like, for real... I try to tell him, man, because I know he doesn't really, you know, his dad isn't around, and, you know, I guess it's just his mom, and I mean, his mom didn't know about that. And I was trying to explain to her, I was like, yeah, five blade is pretty much so you don't have to, you know, swipe as much with your razor, because it's, it's going through your face five times, right? You know what I mean? Five blades, hitting it five times. I'm like, he doesn't have any fucking hair. His fucking... It just barely grows in. Like, it's fucking thin as hell, you know? Like, mine's thick. You know, mine's, like, really coarse and rough. And his isn't, you know? You don't need a five-blader. You need, like, one blade. You're spending way too much money on shit that you don't need, you know? But, yeah, anyways. I ended up getting the job back, and... You know, I was working... You know, I think I, I went back Monday, and then I was off Tuesday, and then I went Wednesday, and I'm off today, and then, you know, kind of worked the rest of the week type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I was just, man, I'm, I'm like, so relieved, you know, because I spoke to my probation officer, and that motherfucker was like, yeah, the judge wants you to keep the machine till you're done with probation. You know, I'm like, really? What? Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm shocked. Not at all. <laughs> I don't fucking shock him, fucking hoe ass bitch, you know? Like, I don't understand. It's just, it's so irritating. But, yeah, he, he said that, you know, I gotta keep it. And then, you know, he was telling me that if I don't have the money to pay for the classes and then, you know, pay the rest of the probation fees off, that, you know, I could either get an extension, you know, ask for one. Which I was already like, you know what? That fucking judge ain't giving me an extension. She won't even take the alcohol machine back. And I was only supposed to have it for six months. There's no fucking way she'd give me an extension. So he was like, that's the option. Or you go to jail. And I was like, the fuck? Those are some shitty options. Because the first option's already like... Yeah, that's probably not happening like at all. You know? And the second option, I was like, I ain't going to fucking jail. Fuck that. So, I was I was stressing over that, you know, the rest the rest of the day, and then, you know, when I got home, I, I don't know what it was, but I was like, you know what, I want to find out how much my check is. So I logged in, and you know, I was looking, and I was like, oh my gosh, like seriously, you know, and I was just like so relieved, and then I got to thinking, I was like, 
Well, the next paycheck's gonna be shitty because, you know, obviously you weren't working because of the shit that happened. And if you don't know what happened, you know, just listen to the last episode, I think. I think it was the last one. And... And then the, the next two after that, I mean, I'm, I should have enough money to pay, like, everything, you know? So, so yeah, I think everything's going to go great, you know? And November 15th, I will not be on probation anymore. And I will be a free motherfucker, you know, which I haven't been for a long fucking time, you know? This has been the, the worst year of my fucking life. You know, from losing my job, losing my voice, not able to speak for two months, losing my job, not being able to speak while I'm losing my job, you know. Getting a DWI. And then my car blowing up. And my license being suspended. Having to walk everywhere, getting a bicycle, then having to pawn it again because I didn't have any fucking money to pay the stupid machine, and then riding a bus, walking everywhere, walking everywhere, not having any fucking money, not knowing what the fuck's gonna happen with my life because I don't have a fucking job and I'm homeless, you know. So, yeah, it's it's been a long journey, man. Like, <clears throat> it's been a crazy fucking year, and I'm I'm just really you know grateful that you know it's coming to the end of it you know because it's like goddamn like i thought (laughs) i thought i was gonna be done in december and it turns out it's gonna be november so (sighs) definitely after probation is over and everything i will more more likely i will be heading to a fucking liquor store and buying lots of booze. One thing I will never ever do again though. Is drink and drive. Like I tell you right now. Even if you were sitting in a fucking Uber. And it was like. You were like. God damn. $100 for a ride home. You know. So many questions on that alone. But let's just say it's $100. I would much have rather. Have paid that $100. Then, before this happened, then to have gone through this, you know? Like, $100 sounds like a fucking deal right now, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm gonna get fucked up after this probation, but you couldn't pay me enough to fucking drink and drive again. fucking show is back on it's a hot mic bitches so don't you just hate when you feel like you can't have a conversation about something with somebody you know it's kind of like what's been happening here lately is it's happened several times but most recently, it's like everything I say, it's like the bitches always want to take the opposite side, you know, of 
the topic. You know what I mean? I guess, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of used to it. Most people don't agree with what, what I say or how I think. But if you present, like, an uh, appealing argument, a stimulating one, and they still take the opposite side of the topic, you know, take the other stance, then just like, really? Like, why? You know what I mean? You know, I was talking to somebody, and they they were telling me about how, you know, their kid's been having trouble with school, and how their behavior's been really disruptive, and I don't understand why, you know, and they say they're a good kid at home, and they're really smart, like, what fucking parent doesn't say their kid is smart? Like, I don't really hear very often that they're like, you know what, my kids are pieces of shit, and they're fucking idiots, you know, like, I popped out a couple of dumbasses, you know what I mean, like, you don't really hear that from parents, you know, like, hey, my son's a really dumb fuck. He's a real dumb fuck. That's what I mean to say. He's a real dumb fuck. Like, you, <laughs> you don't hear that very often. Uh, what you do hear often is, hey, my kids are really smart. You're like, yeah, they are, huh? Are they? They're really smart, huh? And which was crazy, though, is this particular person told me, this came out of their mouth. They were like, yeah, my kid's really smart. You know, a lot of times, you know, they outsmart me. And I'm like, I'm like, for real? Are you serious? They outsmart you? Like, you get outwitted by somebody that's like a quarter of your age. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Like, a kid that's way younger than you. Somebody that's way younger than you is, is fucking outsmarting you? Like, for real? That's fucking insane. You know, and I had to ask. You know, I had to ask this question. You know? Next thing that came out of my mouth was, Is this before or after the weed? Like, did you smoke beforehand? Like, and then get outsmarted? Because then, I mean, I, I guess I could see that. You know, like... The common... You know, perception on weed is that it makes you stupider. You know? And, and then you hear counter-arguments where you're like, oh, I, I focus better when I'm on weed. You know? I, I mean, I don't fucking know. I've never had a good experience with marijuana. Like, it's always been something different than the last experience every time I've smoked it. And, uh, nah, man, like, I'm good. They'll just stick to drinking, right? But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking annoying when people say that. My kids are really smart, you know? And I'm like, oh, really? But anyways, uh, just kind of, just kind of moving forward, you know, just moving forward with this. Um, you know, they were telling me how they were misbehaving in school, just kind of like, saying stupid shit, you know, that I guess our rule or our stuff that you're not supposed to say that's against the rules at school, you know? And she was like, yeah, instead of saying the F word, he says the F word. Like, just F word. He doesn't say fuck, he says F word. And then he says, this sucks. And then he says, you're an idiot, you know? And, you know, at school, and I'm like, you're upset that 
they're getting mad at him for that. You know, and I was just like, let's just pause this for a moment. Let's think about this. So you're upset that the teacher called you and she was like, your son said the F word. She was like, he said fuck? She was like, nah, she, he said, he literally just said F word. And, you know, he shouldn't be saying that. And she's like, so you tell me he didn't say fuck. And she's like, no, he said F word. And she's like, yes. It's like, why are you bothering me? You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's what she told her. You know, I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, if those are the rules somewhere at school, I mean, there's no arguing it. I mean, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Tell your, tell, go home, tell your kid, like, look, dude, like, you got to clean up your grammar at school. You can't, you can't say that stuff. You know, it's not allowed. I mean, it, it might not be a bad thing to say to you. It might not even be offensive to you, but, or anybody else, maybe, but, uh, more likely you look like a fucking dork. That's what it is, right? She probably ain't going to say that to you, kid. And you can't say it. I mean, you can't even follow the stupid little rules at school. Like, what the hell are you going to do when you fucking grow up? They only get worse. The rules only get worse. They do. Like, they, I mean, honestly, they really do. They just, they get worse. You know what I mean? Job becomes... It goes from school, and then it, it becomes job, you know? And job has lots of stupid fucking rules, you know what I mean? And that's fucking with your money at that point, so... I mean, I don't care if she agrees or not. I mean, you gotta tell your fucking kid to clean up his grammar. You know what I mean? She's like, I don't know what to do. I was like, here's what you do. I used to take care of two kids because one of my ex-roommates... Was a piece of shit. She was a druggie. She had anxiety issues. And she wouldn't come out of her fucking room for like weeks at a time. And when I first noticed this, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, her kids haven't eaten. And they need to bathe. And they need to fucking listen, you know? Because they were destroying the house all the time. And I would tell the little punk asses to go to the corner... And then when they wouldn't do that, they would not fucking listen to that. Like, that wasn't doing anything. I was like, you need to sit in your imaginary chair in the corner. He's like, I don't have an imaginary chair. Like, yeah, you do. Pretend like you're sitting in a fucking chair in the fucking corner. You know what I mean? And they finally started listening. You know, they started fucking doing what they needed to do. You know what I'm saying? So I was telling her, I was like, tell him to go sit in the corner. If that doesn't work, tell him to sit in an imaginary chair. You know, and then, you know, she was, like I was saying, she was saying that he acts out, right? I was telling her, I was like, you know what? There's been countless documentaries and just regular movies where, you know, there's a kid acting out and it's supposedly it's because, you know, his mind's not stimulated. You know, he gets really bored by what's going on. You know, it has to do because he has ADHD or could be that he's smarter than what they're teaching at that particular moment or just, I don't know, just 
him being stupid. Being a stupid kid, you know? I mean, I don't know. I don't really care about these little stupid retarded people, but whatever. And she was like, yeah, you know? And I was like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just bored, you know? And, and you know, he, need, he needs to get his mind stimulated. Like, put him into sports. Put him into something. You know, have him go play chess somewhere or something, you know? And if he doesn't listen, you know, just... He keeps not listening. Fucking have him do something that doesn't make any sense. That's really fucking stupid. She's like, I'm not going to degrade my kid. That's a form of abuse. And I was like, no, it's not. Oh, little bastard isn't listening. Like, what the hell are you going to do? You know what I mean? You know, she wants to talk it up to the... You know, shit that's happened in their lives. Which, from what I understood, was basically like the dad leaving and them not having a place to stay like once or twice, you know? And I'm like, is that all? If that's the worst thing that's going to happen to this little guy, I think he's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's worse things in the world than that. Like, by far. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've met him too. Like, the only... The only thing I would say negative about this kid is he's really dorky, you know? And he talks really funny. Like, I don't think he's smart, you know what I mean? He just kind of seems like a smart-ass kid, you know? He, he, he acts like a typical white kid, but he has, like, a weird voice. That's how I would describe him. I don't see how he's smarter than everybody or whatever, whatever the fuck she's trying to say. But, uh, but yeah, somehow we ended up talking about other shit, you know, and she kept fucking putting words on my mouth, you know? And I was like, this is really fucking annoying. Like, to the point where I had to tell her, you know what, I gotta get off the phone, you're making my head hurt, type of shit. And I hung up on her, but the shit that was going on was like, um, just like everything I was saying, she was taking the other fucking side. You know, and this is a conversation we've had plenty of times about different topics and stuff. And, you know, it just happened that day. You know, she, uh, we were talking about it all again, right? Because I was like, you know, you know, none of this shit makes any sense in the world, you know? Like, nothing makes any sense. Like, everything that we have in life is made up, you know? Like, you're born into this world, and you're already born into a society, a world that everything already exists. You know what I mean? Things that are there at that moment have already been there for a long, long time, you know? Like the laws. You know, or it'd be fucking driving, or, you know, laws that you, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, the way buildings are built, the way the roads are set up. You know, the whole time zone shit, the clocks. I mean, everything's already, you know, pretty much everything that's been discovered has been discovered. You know what I mean? Unless you come up with some, like, world-crackling news. You know what I'm saying? Some game-changing shit. Pretty much everything is already there, right? I think we can all agree on that. And I was just saying, you know what? Everything's made up, you know? It's all shit that man has made up. Like, the equator... 
That's that's made up. Like somebody came up with that word. You know what I mean? And supposedly it's like in the middle of the planet, right? Supposedly the world's round. Supposedly all this shit, right? I mean, all this shit's already exists, existing. And it's all stuff that people have made up in their heads, you know? You know, somebody created a cell phone. It's made up. You know, somebody somebody came up with laws. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, that's just made up. And it's just like, damn, man, like, that's all I was trying to say to her. It's just like, this is all shit that people came up with in their heads, you know? Like, language. Languages. They're made up. Like, English, Spanish, Chinese, Hebrew, Portuguese, Latin. Like, everything, right? These are all made-up languages. Essentially, they're just fucking noises coming out of people's mouths. But somebody somewhere decided to make... take the concept of noises to a different level. You know what I'm saying? You know, and also... You know, the, uh, the way cars are set up, that's also fucking made up. Like the engine being in the front, you know, in most of the cars. That's a thing that somebody came up with that the best place for the engine is in the front. Like, why not the side? You know, sometimes they're in the back. Why not on the fucking roof? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if those are good fucking positions. I'm just saying, right? Fucking the street lights, you know what? The timing on those, that's made up. That's something somebody came up with, you know? How long before that fucking red light turns green? The concept of currency. You know, all this shit is made up. And she's like, you think so negatively because you hate yourself or you don't have nothing to live for. And I'm like, what? That's not what I'm saying at all. Like, where do you come up with this stuff, you know? I just... I have a different way of looking at shit, you know? I mean, I was just trying to get my point across that I think all this shit's made up, right? You know, and then... You know, I was talking about, like, the... The real problems in the world, you know? Like, the rat situation in New York. You're basically everywhere. And... Overpopulation. And... You know, the pollution... And she was saying, uh, what was she saying? I guess she was going on the overpopulation. Like, I don't know, we were just bouncing around topics and, you know, I'm probably not transitioning very well because I don't remember, like, all the conversation. Just, you know, just bits and pieces of what happened, right? You know, but somehow we started talking about overpopulation. I think that came out of her mouth. And I was like, yeah, you're right. The rap problem probably is associated with overpopulation and the pollution, right? And I was just saying, like, just going off our overpopulation, I was like, it's because fucking, you know, humans are greedy. They want to live for fucking ever. <clears throat> like, old people don't want to fucking die. They don't. Like, 90 years old? Like, seriously? you want? And you still don't want to fucking die? 
You know, when people get cancer, you know, and they, they do chemo, they do treatments, they do this, that, whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't know the shit. I'm just saying. Like, that stuff is not natural. You know, you're supposed to fucking die. But nope, they keep them alive for another year or whatever it is. I guess the ones you do hear about, though, the lucky few, the only ones that advertise on the media, <clears throat> are the ones that survive, I guess, you know. And the people on dialysis, you know, I've mentioned this before. I mean, that's not normal to use a machine to do what your body is supposed to be doing on its own already, you know. Basically, machine assisted like once a day or a week or I don't fucking know. Like those people were supposed to die, you know. Like the kid thing with cancer and, and other fucking diseases. Like if you're like eight years old and you fucking have cancer or some deadly disease. Like, bitch, you're supposed to die. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like old people. People with cancer. People with this disease and that disease. If these people died instead of continuing to live. The concept of overpopulation wouldn't even be a thing. You know what I mean? But as technology advances. You know and and people somehow think. This thing of living forever, being selfish and not wanting to fucking die, you know, becomes more real and real. It just, it becomes a problem, you know, and that's the big picture. That's the big fucking picture right there. You know, she, this bitch wants to sit here and be like, oh, so you're saying if I have cancer, I'm just supposed to die? I have, I have my son to live for I'm like, look, bitch, like, like, we're not talking about you, you know, but now that you bring that up, yes, you are fucking selfish, you know, because you're supposed to fucking die, I mean, no matter if it's right or if it's wrong or however the fuck you feel about it, the bottom line is if you did have cancer, you you should fucking die, like, that's the normal thing that should happen, you know, but... Medicine is advanced in such a way, technology is advanced, that all these people that years ago were would have died, should die, <clears throat> somehow get to live another fucking day. And she was just like, well, I got my son to take for, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I just get annoyed talking about it, so I'm just kind of mumbling, but. But yeah, I was like, yeah. We're not talking about you. Well, what you're doing right now is you're you're personalizing it. You know, you're humanizing the situation. You know, and that's the problem. That's the problem with everybody. Everybody wants to humanize every fucking situation. You know what I mean? And that's where exceptions are made. That's where that shit comes into play. That's where that shit was made up as well. You know? Because if there's a law in place, you know, it applies to everybody. And the person... You know, that's supposed to be enforcing the laws. Oh, some dime piece comes along. Or it's happening to his mom. Or it's happening to her brother. His brother, whatever. Oh, all of a sudden an exception can be made. Because it becomes personal, you know. The situation has been humanized. Whereas before, it was just 
something that would have was applied to everybody you know what i mean as a whole but the person enforcing it you know it at some point it becomes personal and the situation is then humanized to them you know what i mean so yeah i mean sometimes i guess You know, I, I guess this stuff is tough. You know, it really is. But at the end of the day, I mean, these problems exist because people are fucking selfish. You know, you tell me look at the big picture and they won't. You know, because me telling her all this, all of a sudden, you know, I don't have anything to live for. You know, I'm not making any sense. You know, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, when did I ever say I don't have anything to live for? Like, you know what I mean? Just because you think a certain way does not mean that I don't have anything to live for. You know what I mean? You know, and she wants to say that I have all this negative thinking. I don't think it's negativity. You know, it may come off cruel to some, but those are probably going to be the people that it's affecting. You know what I mean? You know, and she can sit here and humanize this particular situation because it's happening to her brother. <clears throat> you know, it's unfortunate, but you know what? Tough titty, man. And you may be sitting there thinking, what if you got this cancer or this thing that you all gonna be dying in like 22 hours? Or, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? What if I do get it? I want to fucking die. You know, I don't want to die because I'm, oh, oh, I'm so sad. You know, I don't want to die. But if I did have one of these fucking things, I mean, I understand, man. I understand. You know what I mean? Like, I, how could you possibly live a positive life after that? You know, unfortunately, that's where the balance in the world comes into play. I mean, if this horrible shit never exists, and nobody ever died. <clears throat> There's not enough room on this fucking planet. There's not enough food to go around. You know what I mean? Like, there are animals that are going extinct. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit happens. You know, that's just the way the, the cookie crumbles, man. Like, goddamn. So, this is a conversation we were having. Now, just kind of going to a different... You know, in a different direction. You know, I have this friend that, uh, <laughs> that I fucking, uh, I talk to, you know, on a regular basis. You know, we hang out and stuff. And she has, like, ADHD. And she never pays attention to shit. And it's really frustrating. And it stresses me out. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I hang up with her because I'm stressed out because of the conversation, you know? Like, you'll be having to, you'll be trying to have a conversation. And she'll be sitting there fucking listening to music and watching videos on Facebook while you're talking on the phone. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, <clears throat> and then you tell her, you know, because she asks for help when she's driving sometimes, you tell her where to go. And you have to tell her like three times and you have to make sure that she's fucking looking at you and she's more or less paying attention because if she's not, she's not going to go the right way, you know? 
It's really frustrating. Like, she's a really stressful person to be around, you know? But, I mean, she has her positives. She's, for the most part, she's nice. You know what I'm saying? I don't really have anything negative to say about her but that. Which, I've really never met somebody like her. Like, she's the type of person that... She doesn't really pay attention to shit, like I said, but... Also, like, she doesn't mind walking into a store with her phone playing music so everybody can hear it, you know? She doesn't mind, like, screaming in the store, you know, just acting goofy and all this shit, you know? And I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. It's not that I give a shit about what people think. It's that I don't like attention drawn to myself, you know? For whatever reason. I mean, there there's plenty of reasons why you don't want attention drawn to yourself. But I'm just... I'm that low-key type of person, you know what I mean? For the most part. Unless I need to be, like... Not low-key. And then I'm able to do that. But it has to be for some reason, right? I mean, it's just not something I want to do because I don't like attention. I don't want to talk to anybody as it is. So, yeah, there's that. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's there's just all sorts of people that you're going to meet in the world and... Not everybody's going to be like you or close to you. You know, and the crazy thing is, I mean, a lot of stuff that we talk about, <clears throat> you know, when those problems aren't around at that moment, I mean, we just we just kind of seem to vibe and kind of click, you know, type of thing. So, the world is full of a lot of shit. A lot of rare people out there. A lot of people that annoy you and frustrate you and somehow are likable and not likable. And then there's a whole lot of different people than that as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's, for the most part, I think there's good in everybody. You know, just whether or not it's good to you. If that makes sense to anybody out there, because it sure makes sense to me. Everybody knows what that sound means. It's the end of the show. Don't cry about it. Ah, so this has been one of the more longer shows. But considering I'm kind of behind on episodes, I guess. I guess in a way it really isn't, right? You know, one thing I've been getting into here lately, you know, on YouTube is watching you know things related to uh, pro wrestling you know and I, I don't watch 
anything that has to do with the new stuff, you know? Like, I don't really care for that stuff, but... Like, the older guys... <clears throat> you know, the guys that I grew up watching when I was a kid... You know, things... They used to happen the way things were, you know, back in the, I guess, wrestling's heyday, you know? The way things used to be compared to, the, to how they are now, you know? Like, back in the day, like, nobody really knew that wrestling was fake. I mean, they had an idea. They had an opinion about it. <clears throat> but most people that watched it, I mean, they were just like, oh, my gosh, this is real. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, things about the business were, like, not known. They weren't talked about to the masses, you know? And for the most part, you know, the cat's been let out the bag, so to speak, right? Like, pretty much everybody knows wrestling's fake. And, you know, things about the business can be looked up or looked into, you know, nowadays. As compared to back then, I mean... Like, nobody knew anything, you know? Unless you were part of it. Like, you didn't really know. Because it, it was more or less frowned upon to, you know, tell anybody about the way shit worked, you know? But yeah, just hearing them talk about all this stuff. You know, the way they got along in the locker room. You know, which, which fucking wrestlers were dicks. Which were cool. Like, the stories they tell about... The women that flock to these wrestlers. <clears throat> you know, about the drugs. About the lifestyle. I mean. I don't know, it's just interesting, right? You know, just uh, just going off of that. You know, here recently. I think everybody knows WrestleMania. It's like the one time of the year WWE has like the big spectacular show, right? Like it used to be bigger than what it is now. Like, now it's just like, eh. But there is this uh, wrestling promotion in Mexico called AAA. You know, not to be confused with the uh, car assistance program or whatever, but they uh, they have something like that where they do it once a year and, you know, it's supposed to be a big show or whatnot. You know, everything about that shit was just so fucked up. Like, none of it made any sense. It was insane. None of it made sense. <clears throat> like everything was just wrong you know the announcers were talking to the production crew you know they were doing a segment where you know they were the wrestlers were calling out the announcer dude because he he kind of fights or wrest, I don't know wrestles I guess and the announcer guy was like speaking into the mic you know back to the production crew he was like cue my music cue my music and I was like wow you have to demand that they cue it. They weren't listening to him. I think it was like two minutes later they finally did it. Like it was just all fucked up. And they had this one wrestler that was coming out like every. He, he came out three times. I was like, God damn. Like, shit. Did you guys run out of people or something? Or. Like, that's. That's unheard of for a wrestler to come out that many times. You know, you know what I mean? Um. They were doing this thing where the referee, like, the guy was pinning the other guy. And, like, you knew the match wasn't supposed to end then because the referee was like, no, nah, I'm not going to count it. 
You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't even going to get down there and fucking count. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And then when he did count, like, he would stop it, too. And then just, you know, he was like, nah, I'm not going to count anymore. You know, and at that point, you know, so there would be, like, a delayed kick by somebody, you know, to the other guy's head or some guy running in and going to hit him. And, like, you never see that. You know what I'm saying? I think there was one point where the referees were fighting each other. It's like, wow, man, there's just like so much shit going on. There was just a lot of stuff that didn't make any sense. You know, it was, it felt really amateurish, you know. And AAA's been around forever too, so it's kind of, it's kind of odd to see that. See that going on over there. Trying to think what else was going on that was really strange. Oh, they were having this, like... I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this match, but... Like, in Mexico, they're they're really known for, like, wearing masks, you know? Like, over their face. And, uh... Yeah, we're having a... If you win... I mean, if you lose, you have to take off your mask match type of thing. And there was, like, five dudes in there. And, like, most of them, their masks got taken off. And you could see their fucking faces. And then somehow they put it back on. And the match wasn't over. And then the next guy, his fucking mask was come off and so on and so on. And I was like, wow, what is going on? This is so crazy. I think, uh, yeah, one of the one of the old school wrestlers, Jeff Jarrett, you know. <clears throat> he was hitting a guy with a guitar, you know, because he always does that, right, when he wrestles. And the guy, the guy just didn't go far enough, and he didn't—he didn't get a chance to like hit him over the face, you know? You know what I mean? Like he was supposed to, but like you know that shit got fucked up. You know what I mean? Like the timing was off and everything. So just just a lot of stupid shit like that, man. Just it didn't didn't make any sense. It was so crazy. Ugh. But yeah, anyways, you guys already know, right? It's that hobo with a Southern Twang show. And that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. And hopefully this next episode can put get put put out in a timely manner and don't have to have it all delayed like like it's been going on here lately, right? And of course you guys already know. I'm out, bitches.